What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode number 12. I'm Trev. With me, as always, is uh, Bush. What's up, Bush? Hi, how are you? I'm good. Another day I am a fine. Thank you. <laughs> Another year around the sun. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Uh, yeah, thank you. Are That's you hung over? Um, oh, he's drinking his wine and a fancy <laughs> wine glass, too. Come on. You got to be like, like <laughs> drinking baby duck right out of the bottle. <laughs> yes, maybe that was last night. You'll never know. Do they still make that baby duck or cold duck? Cold remember you, duck. Yeah, it I used to be called cold it. duck. So what'd you do on your special day? Went shopping and then went to Winnipeg. Did you, was it just a day trip? Yeah. Some, our plans didn't turn out. My daughter's friend's going to get time off work. We were supposed to go to the X on Friday night, but couldn't work out. So we, so we took, so I took my daughter shopping. I take her shopping every year this weekend before clothes, before school starts for clothes. So this year it's kind of bittersweet because it's her last time we go because she graduates this year. Sniff, sniff. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What kind of cake did you have for your birthday? Chocolate. Did uh, Sue make it? Oh, yeah. It was really good. Delicious. My, she sent my, me a picture. It was pretty nice. Yeah, my pancreas is not doing too good right now. <laughs> Chocolate and wine all weekend. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you get mad? I want it funded, damn it, Sue. <laughs> yeah. Holy man. Just no. you're gonna be spinning tonight and Sue's gonna be helping you in the bed. <laughs> You'll get the spins. I'll get the spins again. Again. Those are the worst. I know. I don't miss those days. It happened two months ago, it happened. Yeah, I know. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guest for episode number 12 is Mr. Chad Denny from originally from Eskasoni, Nova Scotia, but currently lives in New Brunswick. Chad played major junior for Lewiston Maniacs. Lewiston Maniacs, yeah. And he was drafted by Atlanta Thrashers. Just imagine if he would have been drafted by the Jets. That would have been cool. But that was a lockout year. Who would have been? Oh, yeah, same year as Sid, Sid the Kid. Didn't he, he said. Who went number two that year? Bobby Ryan. Was it Bobby Ryan? Yeah. Eh? <laughs> yeah, we had a good interview with Chad. It was, it was, um, it's, it's hard sometimes when there's a big hour, like a time difference, because he's out in New Brunswick and that's a two that's hour, two hour yeah. time difference. So. Thanks to Chad for uh, taking the time out since Sunday evening. Nine, nine o'clock, eh? Yeah. Wow. So. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Because uh, of the week, who do you got? Because of the week, drum roll. We actually have two for one. Rob Harabic, goalie for the uh, fabled Jets uh, men's hockey club, which you were a part of. but. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his teammate and good friend that he works with, Jordan Dyke. What's up, cousins? What's up, boys? Bobby, Jord. The uh, 
I said, yep. yeah, I call I call him Bobby. Why? I don't know. He looks like a Bobby. Old yeah, chubby, right. old chubby guy looks like a Bobby. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm gonna call him Bobby. Bobby Harabic. Bobby. Thanks, boys, for uh, stepping up because of the week. Good guys, good hockey players. Mm-hmm. I miss miss them, miss hanging yeah. out with them. Rob Rob played university. Rob played in North Dakota, and Jordan was more of a like a basketball and volleyball player, eh? like he growing was, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was indoor court athlete, fairly pretty good. Pretty good too. Pretty good as well. Okay, who's better <laughs> in volleyball? You in your prime or Jordan is prime? No question. Jord? <laughs> <laughs> you got to go with it, but it's a generational thing. He played in a different, oh. uh, he played different years than me. It's a different style. Was it a different to- style from like the 70s and 90s? No. It wasn't, it wasn't the ping pong rally point when, when I played. That's when we had to earn our points. Jord would have been like 2000s, eh? High yeah, school, yeah. And you were like what late seventies? <laughs> <No. laughs> big difference, big difference. Yeah, I don't know. He's taller. Is he? No, you guys are the same height. No, I think he's like. Yeah, that's a good question. Rob is always the first one at the rink in the dress room. And George is always the last one. He George is this type of guy that shows up five minutes before game time and he dresses fast and he's probably one of the first ones out in the dressing room to go on the ice. How is that? I don't like that. I, I, I have to take my time and I gotta get just relax. Like I'll get there an hour before, but it's, I'll, I'll start dressing maybe half hour before, slowly, methodically. Crack a beer, you know, shoot the breeze, and then I can't rush and like get everything on in five minutes. Like, I don't know, I don't know how he does it. He'll walk in, put his put his bag down, then I'll look up the time I skate, and he's off, he's off <laughs> ready to go. Young guy, maybe. Well, for one, I have to really hold hold my breath and suck my gut and to reach down the time I skate. <laughs> Pretty soon, you'll be one of those guys that have to go on one knee just to tie your <laughs> skate. <laughs> That's why you're getting suspenders. I told Bush to get yeah. suspenders. I've been wearing suspenders for a couple of years now. Best choice I've made. I should have been wearing them for a long time, but sometimes my stop combing your your uh, beard, man. What? It's soothing. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Is it like uh, one of those? Uh, Stress balls that people instead of, yeah. instead of doing that, you just comb your beard. Just comb my beard. I can just see uh, cake crumbs coming out of his beard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about uh, oh, shout outs? Do you have any shout outs? I did, but I don't have any right now. Do you have any shout outs? Well, I'll go after you, I think. I have one. My uh, my nephew, Phelan, Phelan Eisroff. He listens with his dad, which is my brother. Phelan was uh, pretty upset with me last week. He he asked his dad why I didn't give him a shout out or that I didn't mention mention him in my stories because uh, he lives out in Grand Cache, Alberta. So 
Um, he met me in in Paula in Edmonton, and we drove him back to Thunder Bay, and he was kind of upset and at me for not mentioning drove, him in this, my stories. Yeah, I drove him to Thunder Bay. So you went from Edmonton to Thunder Bay? I went from Edmonton to here to Kenora. Thursday, on Friday, I drove in the Thunder Bay. Holy. Yeah, I know. Man. Just put on some good tunes and get in the zone and you can just drive. Actually, I was listening to Station 117 Headline News and you watched those, uh, what's that crime show? Um, cops. Not c- cops. <laughs> <laughs> Forensic Files. Oh, that's a good. I think it's better on the radio than it than it is on TV. I've never watched it. You don't listen to Forensic Files. No. Start listening to it when you're at work. It's Why? good. Man. It's good. I enjoy it. Okay, then I'll try. I'll give it a whirl tomorrow when I'm at work. So yeah, that's my only shout out is my my nephew Phelan. Okay. I would like to. Okay, yeah. Well, my mom. Lorraine, Major. Bonjour, Lorraine. Yeah, my brother, Anthony Gabriel. He's Bonjour, back. Bonjour, Tony. Is he back? Yeah, he's back. I talked to him today. And I said hi. You should uh, go do the same hairstyle as him. Shave my head? Yeah, go for that Vin Diesel look. <laughs> oh, I should. I probably could pull it off. Oh, Easily, with, with those bush diesel, with, with, with those suspenders and my hockey pants. Do it, man! I'll just Lost make you faster. <laughs> so those are your shout outs. Those are my shout outs. Yeah. Okay, I have no more. So. Okay. Okay, Res Hockey would like to congratulate Mr. Racy Rabbit on his retirement. He had Congrats, a. Buddy. He had a really good career, drafted by the Bruins, played in the A, played all over the world, traveled, and now he's uh, back living in Alberta. So that's awesome. Congratulations, and thank thank you for helping us. Thank you so much. Yeah, he helped us with his res hockey. He helped us get some some guests. So we're always thankful Mm -hmm. and grateful for racing. A job well done on a great hockey career. Great. Hopefully, if you uh, if you yeah if you get to travel the world and play hockey like man you're living the dream. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bush has been wanting ever since the Fred Saskamoose tournament a couple weeks ago. Bush is wanting next year to go attend the tournament and do some shows out there. Well, yeah. In, We'll interview players and May long weekend next year. We're doing it. We're going. The Res Hockey Podcast is uh, we're going live that weekend. Where's a good place to stay in Saskatoon? Saskatoon. What is that one hotel that you Googled? Oh, man. Bush Googled this uh, hotel and (laughs) it just looked really resed. It was a, it's called a budget. Well, we don't want to blast. We don't want to, you know, 
Oh, yeah, that's true because most likely we'll stay there if there's no hotels and we're just really desperate to stay in a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, you guys can't stay here. You guys uh, bad mouth us. Yeah. Yeah, that should be fun, though. We'll uh, go down there, set up a table, set up a booth, and start selling some merch and just mm-hmm. interacting with the fans and yeah. the players. Maybe well, I'll take my hockey bag and flex my well, stick around. Well, isn't there a team from uh, Moose Factory play? Yeah, they'll have a good okay. team. Yeah. Maybe uh, NWA Red Wings will take a team. I'm, I'm hoping so. I can represent. When was the last time they had a hockey team? I haven't seen them the, uh, put together. Maybe mid nine, early nineties. <laughs> So you were already playing? Yeah, maybe. Hmm. But yeah, that should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. When I said fans, it seems like we have lots of fans. <laughs> <laughs> They'll know you. Yeah. They'll say, are you Bush? That's what they'll say. That'll be yeah, funny. Hopefully, hopefully Nathan will be on while we do, we'll do a broadcast there. Yeah, let's see if we could try to attend some tourneys and mm-hmm. just see how that goes and have some fun. You can bring your box of wine and just <laughs> yeah, box of wine and your cake. Yeah, I want fonded. Damn it! Holy man, what are you doing? That's a lot of ruckus. I don't know what you're talking about. Can you hear that? Oh man. Yeah. Testing, testing. <laughs> One, two, niner, niner. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what else? What else is there? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Should we uh, go to our interview with Mr. Denny? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Come on, Chad. Hook us up. Okay. We'll go to our interview with Mr. Chad Denny from Escasoni, Nova Scotia. So we'll be right back. Yeah, we will. Hey, Res Hockey. We are here with uh, Mr. Chad Denny from Escasoni. How's it going, Chad? Hey, thanks for having me here. Everything's going great, thanks. Sorry about the Indian time there, a little delayed. I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> How it happens, it's Sunday yeah. night. Sunday yeah. night. It's all good. It's all good. We were just sitting here laughing at Bush anyway, so you're not missing much. <laughs> yeah. Next time I'll give you my number, it's easier. Like some, I don't always go on my messenger. Oh, yeah. I'll just give you my cell phone number. It's easier just to call me some days. Okay. That, well, I think you did give me your cell but I just, uh, I think I emailed it to you, to your uh, your old school email, but I don't know if it, oh, well, you're here. It's all it counts. You're, uh, okay, let's get started. You're from Eskasoni. So uh, how's that growing up there and like, how is it now? Yeah, I live, um, I'm from Eskasoni First Nation. Um, it's based out of Cape Breton. It's right on the Bedore Lakes. I grew up there. Uh, right now I'm currently living in Ail River Bar, New Brunswick. It's a First Nation reserve where my girlfriend and kids and I reside now. Eel River. Is is that by, uh, there's a junior team right by it, isn't there? Um, Hamilton Tide. Yeah. Did you ever play in that uh, 
hockey tournament in Truro that they have. I think they usually have it in April. Do they still yeah. have that tourney? Yeah, they they have it. The last time I played in it, I was 16 after my first year in Lewiston. I actually played for Big Cove in that tournament a long time ago. Okay, that's... <laughs> they, uh... I flew out there from Thunder Bay. I think we were called the Young Guns. Yeah, I probably would have played against you, juniors. Yeah, I remember the, I played juniors and open bands, and the juniors was crazy because they would have body contact, and yeah. er everyone knew I was Cree and I wasn't from the Maritimes. <laughs> so guys would just elbow me in the corner and just really pick on me. Yeah, I think we actually end up winning the tournament. Then I, I, uh, I think I played three divisions that year. I played a uh, scout, junior, and senior. <laughs> I think, I think it was Eskasoni that beat us in the finals. I... Yeah, I'm pretty sure we played you guys. Uh, I think it would have been like Lucky Millier and all them guys were playing. Yeah, that was freaking long time ago. And I remember when we played for the men's, we lost in the, in the semis, but everyone thought we were going to win the championship, but we got upset. So, but yeah, that's, that's good to hear. I'd love to go back there and play. Everyone was so nice. Um, everyone was walk, coming up to me and asking me where I was from. I was like, are you Cree? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm Cree. That's awesome. Yeah. Actually that year was a uh, Escazoni versus Escazoni finals. In the in the men's? Yeah. That was a that was a really good tournament. They it was a really I remember it was a really old uh old arena. Cause every time you get hit, you felt it because the boards did not shake. Yeah, it was at the Coliseum uh, right behind the shopping mall there, right? Big barn. Yeah, that was good times. I remember yeah. they put us in I, I think I was sharing my room with two other guys. And I had to hide my my bottle of booze in my hockey bag because they were looking for it. <laughs> Good times. Smuggler. Yeah, well, I had to hide it because I, I left somewhere and they were all sitting around having drinks in the room. So I had to hide it in my hockey bag because if they would have found it, it would have been gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's good to see hear that tournament. It was I really enjoyed. I wonder if they'll have it like again next year, like in April. They had it two years ago. I think they had a uh, it was a ten thousand dollar tournament. Oh wow! Uh, Elsie Bookdog won it. Like um, Bay Lewis and all them guys. They got a great bunch of young players right now. And Elsie Bookdog, a bunch of guys just finished major junior. A couple of guys playing um, university hockey. I think I'll probably be playing old timers if if I ever go back. <laughs> I was joking around with the boys, like they having like, uh, like a rule exemption, like you're allowed two 34 year olds. And I told the boys, like, they're going to make, they're going to move the age up for me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Hey, I remember that time when you came uh, to Kenora and you played at the North American. I think you were playing for OCN and somebody scored you guys were just having a face-off at center ice they won the uh the puck and the puck came to you and you took a slap shot from your own blue line and it went in do you remember that yeah actually i do it often was that just a couple of years ago yeah there's uh i was still playing university hockey and uh, actually not i think i was playing in on uh, the north american league in quebec oh yeah and then ocn flew me out yeah i i think it was like friday morning and i was playing maybe after you guys so 
And I just remember you, I was standing where you guys were by your bench and you just wound up and took a slap shot from your own blue line and went in. I've never seen that in a Nish tournament before. I think you caught that goal and you beat him clean too. Yeah. What'd you call it a couple of years ago when I, was, when I was playing senior AAA up here in Northern New Brunswick? I was shorthanded five on three. I took a slap shot from my own far blue line and beat the goalie clean five on three shorthanded from my own zone. It was a good laugh. <laughs> That's crazy. That's great. That is good. Okay, so you played for Lewiston Maniacs in the queue. What was that experience like? I mean, it was different. Like, I grew up on a reservation all my life. And then, like, like I had, like, I was... I played Bantam AAA in my, when I was 15. No, actually, I played Bantam AAA when I was 14. And then I think we're like, I had no idea about the major midget tryouts. And I think my grandfather had run into the coach's father. And then, like, he was like, he was like, hey, he's like, how come on? Chad never come try out for the major midget team. And then my grandfather was like, we didn't know about it. And then, like, they gave me a tryout to a tryout. For major midget i ended up making the major midget team that year as a 15 year old and then probably about january february rolled around when i was playing major midget and started getting phone calls from scouts and the major junior and all that and then like i think it was like we played in a tournament in gatlin the hall tournament there i forget what it's called and then my coaches uh kind of told us about it i was probably going to get drafted in the upcoming draft we didn't really know much about it to be honest with you what round did you go um i went, I went uh second round 17 overall oh wow how was that experience like f- from Nova Scotia to a totally different country like like Maine? Like Maine's not really known for hockey. Well, you got like the Maine Black Bears and Portland used to have a team in the A. But how was it going from a res in Canada to a small town in the U.S.? Actually, it was, it was very different. It was like more like culture shock. Like my family took me there and like just kind of left me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they were there for the first week and a half, two weeks. But I think my um, grandparents asked if I was going to make the team before they left. So they kind of knew about it. So they went home. You had a couple of good years in Lewiston. How was it going into your draft year? Like, did you know... You had a couple interests from NHL teams, or did you just? How was it when you were 17, 18? Well, uh, yeah, actually, like I had actually come off the good start. I worked hard that summer when I was 17, my second year major junior, and I actually had a great start to the season. And then I missed the second half of the season. I think I only played like 50 games that year out of 72 because I ended up getting mono when I was 17. And then actually, my coach, Clement Jodouin, you know, opt out of the draft. He said, probably be, I have a better 18-year-old year. But then my agent chose. He said, no, like, I've been in the business long enough. I, I think you're going to go in the top three rounds, he said. So you were drafted by Atlanta Thrasher's. Uh, another another uh, hockey town that's not really known for hockey, right? So how was that experience? Did you go down to Atlanta? Yeah, actually, I did. It was like, I didn't, my, to be honest with you, my agent thought I was going to be drafted by Boston because Boston showed the most interest, Boston and Columbus. And then, like, I think my agent said, like, when the draft was kind of late that year because of the lockout year. And then, like, I'm pretty sure, like, my agent told me that Boston was going to take me, like, as soon as they could. But then, like, Atlanta, uh, Atlanta called me. Well, not Atlanta. My agent called me and told me Atlanta had picked me up in the draft. Was that the same year as, like, Crosby and where they had the draft in the hotel? Yeah, it was the same year. Crosby went first overall that year how was uh rookie camping for the thrashers that's pretty like it was it was nice i like i went to rookie camp actually it was a tournament we went to a tournament in traverse city michigan first and then then they they flew us from traverse city to atlanta 
after that tournament. Nice. They always say that the weather's really hot. I bet it was a big difference from where you're from, right? Yeah, it was, a, it was actually real different. Like, it was like, it's so different, like being there, like it was like 90 degree weather, 95 degrees going to go practice. And then like you're full out sweating, like we're warming up outside the rink, the practice arena in uh, Duluth, Georgia. They're getting warm up in like you're like full out sweat before you even get on. <laughs> Hey, it's like that when you get older. Us old timers, we just uh, start sweating when we start putting on a, our equipment, eh, Bush? When you, when you walk to the, from the car to the arena, that's, that's a workout in itself. Yeah, for sure. After you played pro, you decided to go back to school. How was it trans... What's the word, Bush? Trans... Transition. Transition. How was it from the pro game back to college well actually it was like i hurt my back when i was my last year in the coast when i was in salt lake city so i had to go to like rehab and i had surgery on my back and all that and i had to go to physio and chiropractor to like just get rehab done on my back and i think it was like geez i want to say in like march or late february my grandfather had told me that there was a voice message in the answer machine it was a uh, Gardner McDougall at the coach at the University of New Brunswick was looking to talk to me. I remember him. He had a really good hockey coaching career in Manitoba League before he went to New Brunswick. And I noticed that he always picks up a lot of good First Nation players like Nathan Anabigan was out there, like you were out there. And for some reason, a lot of pros end up going there. How, like, what did you take when you went to school? When I went to uh, UNB, I took my kinesiology when I was at the University of New Brunswick. I, did my, I graduated my Bachelor of uh, Kinesiology in Sports and Recreation, and then ended up going back there after I graduated with that, and I did my Bachelor of Education while I was playing in North American League. Oh, nice. How was that when you played in North American? Did that, like, teams fly you out, fly you to Quebec, like, during no, the weekends? No, Riviere de Loup is only, like, two and a half hours from Frederick and three hour hops. That's not so bad. I was just driving up there, me and a couple of guys from um, Ryan Murphy and uh, Josh Kitt were just traveling from Frederick and jumping in one vehicle. Oh, fun. Did you play senior, like, after that, senior A? I played senior, after I played in the North American League, I went and played in Newfoundland, played senior AAA in Newfoundland in Clarenville. The Caribous, I think they're called, eh? Yeah, that called me. Well, one of my... Good buddies, David Victor had messaged me and was asking me what I was doing this season. I was like, actually, I don't even know. And he was like, hey, bye. I was like, like we got a, we're hosting the Allen Cup this year. I think I think it's a good fit for you. He said. Was Derek Martin there when you when you played for the Caribous? Yeah, Derek Martin was with um the Cornerbrook Royals. With oh, okay. Yeah. He had but a really I, good uh, ECHL career. Yeah. And I think he played junior in in Hall. Like, I, I've known Derek for a long time. We played midget and junior together. So him and I go way, way back. Okay, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Words of encouragement. What would you tell the young young First Nation kids that are coming up and that they're not really sure what to do as in, like, training and how just how to play, I guess. So what would you tell the young youth? I mean, like, first of all, you got to be committed. You got to make the sacrifices. You got to willing to put the work into it. Like, big thing is leaving home. Don't, like, like I know home's going to be home. That was going to be there. The boys are just still going to be there. They're just going to be a little bit older, a little bit more wise and mature, hopefully. 
<laughs> when you get back. <laughs> Sometimes that's not the case, though. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you can't be scared. Like, if, like, for me, like, I don't think I have, like, much of a choice. I didn't really have much time to, like, think about it. Like, I was always on the road. I was going to training camps, hockey schools and all that. Plus, I had a full-time trainer. My grandfather would take me to the city every morning. Like I said, it's what you, get, what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Another question. How did you, like, get such a good slap shot? Did you shoot pucks every day or was it just, did it just come natural on that part? Like, you get some guys who are just, who just have a natural shot. Like you, Trevor. Like, exactly. <laughs> Like, I, I honestly, like, it was something I always had. Like, like I, I don't know. I was like, I'd like to say, like, I always had, I was strong. Like, I never even, to be honest with you, I'll be totally honest. I didn't even work out my first, before going to training camp, my first year major. <laughs> I really got working out until after my first NHL camp. Oh, wow. Really cool. What flex did you have on your stick? Uh, I use a 120, but I'm down to a 115 now. <laughs> See Trevor, I use I use I used to use a one ten, but I went down to one hundred. Yeah, but Bush uses a seventy five. The level floor hockey sticks. <laughs> the next sticks I think I'm gonna get. I, I might try one tens to see how they are. Like I'm not as heavy as I used to be. I've gained weight, so I don't know why I'm using a hundred. I'm scared sometimes when I shoot the puck. <laughs> <laughs> Sticks aren't cheap, so. No, no, they're not. They don't give them away either. (laughs) Exactly. eh? (laughs) Before you go, we have these questions that we ask everyone. We call them the five rapid niche questions. I'm not sure how it works out in New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, but a lot of the Alberta, Manitoba guys can relate to these questions. So we'll give them a shot anyways to see how it goes. Okay. Okay. Question number one. Baked or fried bannock? Fried. Fried, yeah, see. Number two, ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or a door? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) A towel for a towel. (laughs) Number three, ever see Ernest Munias live in concerts? No. Ernest Munias is like a pretty big guy, like uh, in this area. Manitoba, Saskatchewan. He goes all over doing concerts and stuff. They call him King of the North. So maybe one day he'll go at the New Brunswick. We had a uh, smart fan was here uh, three years ago in Gaskabegia. <laughs> Number four, Indian taco or Bannock burger? Indian taco. Although Good. I did a Bannock burger one time, uh, my girlfriend's aunt made me it. I saved it. I had it for lunch on a lobster boat when we went fishing lobster. Oh, those bannock burgers are the best. They're really big around here. Uh, fifth and last question. Can you jig? <laughs> no. Jigging's not too big over there, eh? Is it? Like no. On the, on the reserves compared to here? No, it's not at all. All right, Chad. Thanks for uh, taking time on a Sunday evening to uh, come on the podcast. All the best to you. So thanks again, man. Thanks, Chad. All right, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. And hope everybody has a great camp. Good luck, boys and girls. Have fun, work hard, enjoy it. It's only short-lived. Exactly. Because uh, yeah. I, I tell my son that as like I'm I'm 40 now and I still miss those that this time of year when you're just getting ready to go for those tryouts or you're going to go see your teammates. And I said, live those days because 
they go by fast and but i wish i was still young and be able to do that <laughs> but for sure thanks for uh coming on and uh hopefully we'll like to have you on on the on the show again all right no problem thank you just let me know when um, like i said just give me a heads up and i'll be gladly to come back on air yeah i'll call. text you this time no call right. them, like you said <laughs> why do they call you bush uh it's a it's a long story about uh had it in nicknames since kindergarten it has to do with my indian name and uh indian legend not a bush around here okay and then it just got shortened to bush he had a he had a beard when he was in kindergarten. I did not. <laughs> Asked about that too. I'm working on two weeks. Me. <laughs> Same here. I'm getting ready for November. I'll think this by the time November so comes, I'll have a mustache. This is October. <laughs> <laughs> Last October. Yeah, holy. All right, man. We'll uh, take care and we'll talk to you again. All right. Thank you. All right. See you. All right. Later. Bye. Yeah, now you're recording. Now, I now we're on. That was a good interview with Chad. He's, uh, I think the youth have to really listen when we have these guests on, especially guys like him. He got drafted to the show. He had a good junior career, played pro, went to school, got his degree, and now he's he's a. I think he's a teacher. So yeah. listen. Yeah, I'm gonna interrupt you. Yeah, the common answer that these that all these players had is. You hear the hard work, the dedication, the commitment. And actually, I liked what he said about uh, home is that the boys are going to be there. You know, the parties are still going to be there. They might be a bit older, but they're not going to leave. You, you'll have a chance to go and put your footprint somewhere. Just keep at it. Exactly. I had a time, I remember when I was that age, when I was, I think I was like 17, 18, and I had a tough time like playing hockey because mid-season, like, all these tournaments are happening happening now, and mm-hmm. I see other guys I know are playing in these tournaments. And my dad wouldn't let me play in these tournaments because he always would always tell me, do it when you're done playing competitive hockey because all these tournaments will always be there when, yeah. when you're done playing. But, like, being a teenager at that time, I was Mr. Know-everything, know-it-all, and I didn't want to listen to my dad and – but sure enough, I once I done was done playing, yeah. all these tournaments were still around, and they're still around to this day. So nothing like example. It's been going on for how many years? Like you were in junior, like yeah. Because I, mean. I remember I was playing, I was playing in Timmins, and they had a tournament in Thunder Bay, and there was a team um, from the Timmins area that was going to Thunder Bay, and I called my dad like. Hey, I get a ride to Thunder Bay and I can play with these guys. Can I come home? Because I had a weekend off. And he yeah. said, no. He said, you stay there. You do your schoolwork and and just uh, don't come home, he said. Now <laughs> I got mad because I wanted to play. And that's what he told me. These tournaments are always going to be here yeah. when you're done playing. And sure enough. So words of advice. That's uh, yeah. have fun and play your junior hockey. Play your midget and just... Mm-hmm. Don't worry about these next tournaments because they're always going to be here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, don't yeah. leave. Yeah, don't leave your junior team. Don't leave your midget team. Stay stay with the boys and don't worry about these res tourneys. Res tourneys will always be there. For sure, because you got 18 guys that are skating with you that depend on you to stay healthy for the rest of the season. Don't risk it for 400 bucks on a, on a, 
in the tournament. Exactly. Don't. And you have all, all the guys in the rest tourneys that wish they were in your position yeah. of playing playing competitive hockey. So so make that choice. Make the right choice. Okay, we have a new top five. Absolutely, we do. This, I'm kind of excited about this one. Yeah, because it has to do with it's you. All, so well, It's not always about me, but... 100% you. <laughs> <laughs> this week's top five is uh, top five mullets of all time in the NHL. There That's are some good... Huge. There are some good competition. We have to narrow the list down quite a bit here. And this time, I'm going to go for go from five to one. And mm-hmm. we have one honorable mention that you want Absolutely. to talk about. Yeah, that I want to talk about because it, you know. It's it, it's close to home. Yeah. Bush is just really excited. Okay, like, <laughs> <laughs> number five for top five mullets, Mr. Mike Ricci. Mike Ricci, yeah. Like when he played for the Sharks, that's when he started having his uh, yeah. his cool hair, and it it looked cool because he his nose was all messed up. He had that big <laughs> messed up nose, so kind of uh, then, went hand uh, in hand and looked pretty I good. Remember when, remember when he was in Colorado? He yelled at the ref. You could just see that big gap because he had no teeth in the flow. <laughs> he, did he have a good NHL career? Do you think? I am. I am. I would say yeah. Not he was, a great, great career, but you know what? I his his name goes in conversation with some good with some good teammates. Because he was drafted fourth overall, and he got traded oh, to Quebec for that Lindros deal, then Quebec, Colorado, then Colorado, Colorado, San Jose. But he wasn't that big of a goal scorer, though, right? Like, but he no. did. He won a cup with Colorado, though. You got like, the voice, Lord Stan. I think he's a. I think uh, he was a good, fun. good third line penalty kill checking forward, right? So, yeah. I don't definitely top six. I don't think any coach would would cut him for. Oh, for like, sure. No, he was a good player. Okay, number four on our list is uh, Mister Canada, Mister yeah, Ryan Smith. Smitty, yep. Yeah. The yes, captain yes. of your Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had pretty ni- a nice flow. Oh, did he ever. How come he never wore that Jofa bucket during games? Like, he would wear that white Gretzky Jofa helmet in practice. He should have wore that in the games. It's right? just that, well, if you look at the game that he played, I don't think that would have protected him very much. <laughs> did you get emotional when he was crying at the airport when he got traded to the Islanders? <laughs> Did you cry? I cried on his last game against Vancouver. That's <laughs> what um, the best coach ever, Torts, or the the best interview coach ever, Tortorella brought out the Canucks for a uh, final salute for Smith. Really? Yep. He was another high draft pick. I think he was in the top five. Did he? Did he have a good career? Yeah. Or was he a bust? He had a, he had a great career. He had a good career. Thing was he? Is, is, uh, when uh, he was on LA, and he get, he, he wanted to go back to Edmonton, and LA went to go win on the cup that year. It was LA's first cup. Oh boy! <laughs> so, Captain, you know why they call him Captain Canada? Well, 
Yeah, because he was on Team Canada for the world for the world championships. In other words, the Oilers weren't in the playoffs, so he had to go play for Team Canada and win. <laughs> but I remember, I remember in the 06 Cup run. I, uh, I think it was, uh, I think it was Detroit. He took a, he did a slap shot to the face. He knocked out like three or four of his front teeth and came back and still played the series. Was he the captain? No, the, it wasn't no. Nope. It was, Who was uh, the captain of the Oilers when they went to the Cup Finals? Jason Smith. Oh, okay. Jason Smith and Pronger, uh, Pekka and Smith were the alternates. Mike Pekka. Yep. He was the captain of the Oilers, though, wasn't he? Jason Smith. No, Jason no Smith I mean, but not Ryan Smith. No, no, hmm. no, not Ryan Smith. No, they wanted a. Yeah, J- Jason Smith, defense. He was captain for the for the six cup run. Ah, okay. Yeah, he has. He had a nice flow. Okay, number three on our list is a uh, friend of the show, mm-hmm. Mr. Scott Daniels. We had to put Scott on since. Uh, How can you not? Yeah, Sydney was a big. Uh, when he, a big, I don't know. Important guest. <laughs> I don't know. She pushed. Anymore. She always talked about her dad's flow, and so, and I looked and I googled it, and he had a nice flow, like when he played for Hartford, the Flyers, and New Jersey. Every picture he had a flow. So, we had to put Scotty on the top five list. Gotta do it, yeah. And he still has a flow. Till this day, so he's still I, repping the mullets. Uh, if you're listening, Sydney Scott, I wanna this this hockey season. The, this ain't getting cut until uh, mid December. You gotta cut the sides in the top, though. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It has to be short on the top, the top and the sides, and long in the back. Why don't you just slick it back, though? No. No, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number two on our list, I like this number two, number is good. the the wild one, Mister Al Ifredi. Yeah, but he the thing, good. but the thing with this guy, he was like bald on the top, oh, and he, he had a, like a little bit bald. hair in the front, but he yeah. still had a mullet. Like how cool is that? That's what you that, call cool. Yeah, that lion mane mullet with the ball. Yeah, totally cool. Yeah. Like most of the time, guys are shaving their heads when they're start grow- going bald, mm-hmm. but this guy kept a mullet in the nineties. In the nineties, yep. and he won the hardest slap shot in Mon- at the All Star game in Montreal with no bucket. It was all flow. <laughs> Epic. He was a good player for the Leafs. The Leafs should have kept him. He was good. He won the hardest slap shot. With a wooden stick. Mm-hmm. Do you think he'd have a harder shot than Chera? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it would. Okay. So the number one um, guy on for the top five mullets in NHL history is number 68 himself, the Army Jaeger. Moment of silence for a tribute. Yeah. Just, you can't say enough. You just. The guy's still playing pro, man. Yeah. 90s, like four decades of playing pro. Mm-hmm. There is like a, an unreal stat in the NHL. Um, like, he, he, even one of his teammates 
has now made the cut. I don't know. It was really, really bizarre stat. And every one of his teammates have actually played for the Stanley Cup final right now. Or, I don't know. I don't know. But the thing is, like, he played with Lemieux, and he won two cups in the first two years. And after that, he never was close of winning a cup. The one picture that still is still funny to laugh at is the one where he he was sleeping with a young model <laughs> and she oh, tried to bribe him. No, or blackmail, not bribe Black- him. Oh, same thing. That's I'm gonna thing. bribe black. Oh. Eh, tomato, tomato, same thing. She tried to blackmail him, and take a picture while he's sleeping, and he didn't give two f's at all. He didn't care he didn't at all. He goes, go ahead. I don't care. Yeah, no kidding. What a legend. Yeah. So that's our number one uh, guy for top five mullets in NHL history, Yarmy Jaeger. However. Oh, yeah. We have an honorable mention. An honorable mention, 1993, coach for the LA Kings, Barry Melrose. Barry Melrose. We need a coach against the uh, to they, beat, they beat the Leafs in game seven. Yep. The game where Gretzky got away with high stick and Doug Gilmore. Oh, here we go again. Gretzky should have got a five minute major and <laughs> Leafs should have won that game. And they would have beat the Canadians in 93. They would have. They yeah, they would have. Oh, for sure they would have. <laughs> but nope. The Gary Bettman wanted to grow the game in California. So that's why LA won. So whatever, Barry Melrose. He's from the same town or he's pretty close to where one of the Clark's from. Okay, cool. But did yeah. not know that. Barry Melrose. Yeah. Yeah, he had a pretty nice flow. It is a good flow. Yeah, that's our top five list for this week of Res Hockey top five mullets. NHL history. Okay, now I want to talk about, like, I follow TSN on Facebook, Instagram. You and they don't follow them anymore because they, they fired a bunch of people. Yeah. But, are you? But they made a list of how many of these have you done in the game of hockey, and they listed, like, 10 different things, and now Res Hockey has a Res version of have how many of these have you done res hockey edition okay let's see how many have you done with these right. questions. Okay. okay first one played half cut what's have the you... definition of half cut like half cut in the morning or half cut in sunday after monday uh, both afternoon? both it's waking oh. up you're still half in the bay you're feeling good still and you're going oh you have a hockey game or you have a hockey game in the afternoon, and you, you'll have a couple before your game. So, yeah, yes, yeah, I played half yeah. cut too. Of course, you have. We would play half cut in the same tournament. Oh, yeah. Next one played in someone else's equipment. You lose your bag and you're rushing around, or you forgot your bag in a hotel. Have you no. ever played in someone else's equipment? No, I haven't. I, have. I haven't. I don't think I want to. It's just someone. I wouldn't like, either. Someone else. I, yeah. Just, I don't think I would. Next one. Missed a morning game. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I missed the morning game. I missed, I missed a couple morning games in my life. I missed a championship game one time. <laughs> it, was, it was like in the afternoon. I missed it. It was uh, the Goodwill tournament in Thunder Bay. My uncle was in town. My uncle Jimmy, and he took my sister and I, my sister Tash and I, out. That for some weird reason, the finals was on a Monday, so we went out that Sunday night to the in towner, and they have like two dollar beers, two dollar shot nights. Yeah. So I just got right juice that <laughs> Sunday night. And they tried to wake me up the next day to go to the, the hockey game, the championship game, and I wouldn't move. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed the championship. They end up winning, so eh, they won without me, so it wasn't that bad. But yeah, I missed missed the morning game for sure. All because of going out the night before. So, how the next one is uh, car broke down going to attorney. Car broke down? Well, it never happened to me. No, I'm glad it didn't happen to me. Like we suck side of the highway, no cell service, freezing your ass off, right? If yeah, back in the day, if you're lucky to have a cell. <laughs> Right? <laughs> smoke signals so that didn't no that didn't happen to no. me how about this one I know oh. you probably did this one the next one hide your going out clothes in your hockey bag <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't necessarily have my going out clothes but I would definitely I definitely packed a, um, some couple clear, clean pairs of kitchen in the bag you know because you don't know when you're when you're gonna go home. <laughs> I knew a guy that would put his going out clothes in a plastic bag and he'd hide it in his uh, hockey bag. <laughs> then when it was time to go out, he'll just take out his bag of clothes and yeah. he'll get dressed. <laughs> I've known guys that done it, but I've never did it. So no, I don't. Uh, no, I definitely pack clean pairs of gas though, because you know you don't know. You do go home. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know some guys that still do this when they go to attorney. Forget your wallet. Oh, I like the uh, quote on or the, the quote, quote, oh, I forgot my bank card or uh, I, I forgot. No, you didn't. <laughs> I know, right? Especially when you're out going out and we're like outside the bar and the guy goes yeah. oh man i forgot my wallet oh i know yeah yeah it's like you knew about this tournament for about a month you just forget your wallet <laughs> there's always one guy that always does that forgets his wallet and we know for sure he had no damn money coming to the tourney so okay the next one is uh watch yourself off the glass reflection yeah, yeah. Yeah. You still do it. I don't. <laughs> what is the better rink to watch yourself off the reflection? Kuwaitin or the wreck? We go Kuwaitin any day right now. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. I got to try that. Yeah, do it. But there's some guys, they, they're just really obvious that they're just checking themselves out mm-hmm. in the glass reflection. And it's pretty hilarious. Okay, next one is 
Spend all your winnings before you go home. Like, say your team won the championship and you decide, oh, a couple of buddies, we're just going to stay in town tonight, go check it out at the bar. But you end up spending all your money and you got to go home broke. I've done that in baseball a couple times. I've done that on hockey one time. <laughs> I got, I remember that night, my took my brother. I was like, hey, I'll take you out. I was like, sure. I spent like 500 bucks at the bar. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I just looked at my wallet the next morning. I was like, holy crap, where's all this money? That's almost a sickening feeling. Yeah. I said almost. Almost. It was a good cause, though. I took my brother out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I know the next one will definitely, you'll say yes. Go home with hickeys. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh my God! Um, that's why you wear turtlenecks, and uh, you know. That's, no, why you, that's why you wear a turtleneck on the ice, still. Yeah, always. No evidence of me, you know, on the ice. I've known some guys that just the girls that they they'll take go hang out with after the bar hangouts. They'll just come back to the room to the hotel room where the yeah. the arena and their necks are just blasted. I don't see a point in that. I really That's don't. kind of the grow up. It's kind of gross now. And it was gross yeah. now. It was always gross. It's gross now. Yeah. But yeah, I've known guys that wake up and, and they just do it. Girls just do it on purpose. Yeah. Hmm. So that's never happened to me. So, but I known guys. Okay. The last one is forgive, forget. To give back the team jerseys and socks. Well, that that's quite that's quite common. Yeah, happens a lot. But say that you miss the Saturday game, Saturday games, and you just yeah. don't go back to the rink, or you, you don't see no one on the team, so you just keep the jerseys and socks. It happens all the time. It's annoying though. Like there's 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 legit reasons that people sometimes don't give the jerseys back. You said sometimes they just they just miss the game and just well I'm just gonna go home. Yeah, so that's our list for uh, our Res Hockey edition of how many have you done? So just like TSN, but Nish style. That's a pretty good, pretty good list. Yeah, I pretty much made that list off of you, Bush, off of your playing career. <laughs> well, I am honored. You inspired us. You know, we gotta do something. Yeah, we okay on a different subject. We just want to wish all the junior kids, midget kids, bantams, high school mm-hmm. who are trying out for their teams for the upcoming season. Good luck. Like Chad said, just be dedicated and yeah. skate hard. And, and once we, again, like all all the, the boys are gonna be there when you get home. The bar is gonna be there when you get home. That. That same party is gonna be there when you go when you go home. And that same girl that's yeah. that will that's your girlfriend yeah. will still be there. And just think yeah. there's no never mind, I won't say it. No, no, not on the air. <laughs> yeah. You thought it though? Did you think? Text text me what 
I was bad. Like when I was like 19, 18, 19, 20, when I was playing junior, I was bad. Like I was drinking the night before tryouts and I would show up like all boozy. And I went to this one tryout. We missed this. We went out Friday night and we missed the Saturday skates. <laughs> then we go back to the rink Sunday and they were having like a like a prospect all star prospects game, and we didn't see our names on the list on the rosters, so oh. we were thinking, what the hell? So we had to go talk to the coach, and just told him we kind of lied that we said our vehicle broke down. <laughs> that wasn't the, that wasn't the reason, but they let us end up letting us play. But that was crazy. That was my, I remember that was my cousin Darwin that took me out, and my buddy out. That Friday night and just I wasn't even old enough to get in the bar and we were in the bar and just partying. What a bad thing to do. Don't do that, kids. Just concentrate on hockey and yeah. the booze will always mm-hmm. drink when you're old enough and when you're not playing. Don't do what I did. Do as I say. Yes. So yeah, good luck to all the kids. Skate hard. And uh, let us know. Post on our Facebook page and let us know how everything's going, where you're playing. What are you reading, Bush? You can just see your eyes going back and forth. Instruction manuals. On what? How to blow up a doll? <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, just see your eyes just going left and right. Oh, yeah. Are you done reading? I'm done reading. For now. For now. Okay, I guess that's it. That was episode 12 of Res Hockey. Episode 12, people. Episode 12, we're, uh, we're going good. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Still putting my eyes wide. Oh. <laughs> he's drinking wine all the last couple hours, so he's kind of uh, one no. eye going one way, the other eye going the other way. So we'll, we'll uh, leave it at that now, and we'll have a good week, guys. And... Uh, We'll be See back next, next week. week. Episode. Next week. Yeah, for episode lucky number 13. 13. Hmm. Drum roll. Drum roll for what? Just random drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> he is tipsy. It's his birthday. He's on his second box of wine. <laughs> of his baby duck. <laughs> okay yeah we'll see you next week guys take care good luck as we said so take care of each other love each other and be safe yep be safe all right we'll see you guys peace peace <laughs>